what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Episode 5, Volume 1 of The Big Fan, coming to you live on June 20th. 20th. 20th, thank you. June 20th, I am Chad East, and I am a big fan of air conditioning, Taco Bell at 2 a.m., and summer vacations. He is Hank Eimer, and he's a big fan of... Coke Zero, a big silver microphone, and my cell phone. I can tell you took a lot of time and <laughs> a lot of time and patience coming up with those three things that you're a big fan of. They three things closest to me. They're you. very close to you. I see them all in your periphery right there. <laughs> Hank, good to be back to the big fan today. Oh, it feels good to be here. How hot is it outside, first of all? Good Lord. It is, it, when you walk out, you're in a, you are really, you're roasting. Yes. You are roasting. It is horrible. I think I saw the devil under a tree cussing outside, talking about how hot it was. Sure, that wasn't me just creeping out. <laughs> hello, Hank. Hello. Come with me to Bourbon Street. Yes, follow me, Hank. <laughs> well, um, it's been a couple weeks. Like I mentioned, we're coming to you live on June 20th. World Cup has started. Oh, yeah. Have you been watching? I have been. Are you a soccer fan, football fan? I, I like soccer. I don't follow, like, I. I like sitting down and watching some of these Premier League games and stuff. Right. I don't follow it like a lot of people do. But, I mean, I know the major players, and I, I'm interested in it. But I wouldn't say I'm the biggest fan. Um, but the World Cup, if USA was in it, I'd be a much bigger fan of it. Imagine. But my little boy likes Ronaldo, so we follow him in Portugal. You know, where there's a big game like Mexico is playing somebody like Germany or somebody like that, right. I'll certainly tune into it. But I'm not like most that will watch Panama play China. Me either, bud. It's exciting just because it's the World Cup, and it gives me something to do at lunch. Come over, place a little wager on Iran versus Spain, which is actually going on right now, which Uh-oh. will keep the listeners just glued. Right now, zero, nil-nil, if you will. <laughs> 47 minutes in, which means it's uh, second half. Nil-nil, Iran, Spain. I took Spain. Minus the one and a half. Oh, I need a lot of we help. We need some work. <laughs> we need some goals here, Espanol. <laughs> Let's go. Come on. So anyway, um, it's been an exciting World Cup. Just a couple things I'll talk about World Cup. It's the Ronaldo versus Messi kind of duel. Right. Two best players in the world. So far, Ronaldo, four goals. Messi, zero. Three in the first game Three for Ronaldo. First game. Crazy. Phenomenal. Hat trick by himself. So anyway, it looks like Ronaldo is winning that uh, that battle so far, but Messi and Argentina play tomorrow, so we'll see how that game goes. Yeah. Um, also going on College World Series. That's more up your alley, right? Been following. Are we done with the soccer? We can keep. Oh no! You know what? We're not done with soccer. Okay. Because thank you for getting me back on just track. Pulling you back in. I heard this just odd story this morning <clears throat> while I was uh, doing my morning exercise, which consists of just me getting out of bed and getting a cup of coffee. <laughs> eating bacon. Yeah, eating bacon and maybe an egg or two. Well, um, I heard that Moscow did not predict or forecast how much alcohol would be consumed at the World Cup. USA. <laughs> USA. So 
they have underestimated by the tune of they've already run out of beer and there's two weeks left. So the beer suppliers can't provide the beer quick enough. So they've already run out. The bars have no beer, Hank. No. Oh. They have no beer. Uh, they would have no Hank. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, and we talked about this a little bit before the show started. We're in Russia for the World Cup. A lot of vodka. Warm. Yes. Just yes. Vodka. Vodka. I think they thought the majority of the folks would focus on the vodka drinking and maybe not partake in as much beer. But little did they know that the American fan base, who bought the second most amount of tickets, and the Mexican folks, third amount of tickets, all came to Moscow and were thirsty. Hey, they very love thirsty. cerveza. Yes, very thirsty. So anyway, what would you do? I mean, were you going to tell these rabid fans, I'm out of beer? I mean— could you imagine coming to the stadium? Just maybe you had dinner, right? You had a couple. Now I mean, dinner, lunch. Sure. Had a couple. You're there on vacation, ready to watch the World Cup. You've had a couple. You're feeling good, mm-hmm. Chad. I'm gonna get us two beers before we hit the the seat up, right? Oh yes, sir. Can't wait. Can't mm, wait. I'll meet can't you. I meet you, meet you at the seats. You got it. I sit up there. No beer. <laughs> no beer. Hey, they try to sell me some strawberry vodka drink. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. I might have to leave. I I'm would leave. You, I think I would leave and then go to a bar that would have a beverage that I need. Right? Right. Yes. Golly. Russia, you're better than this. <laughs> Russia's better than that. I na- mean, you're a bunch of criminals. You got alcohol whoa. hidden everywhere. You know whoa. whoa. <laughs> hey, you International know incident happened here on Big Fan. Do we have any Russian listeners? I'm sure we I'm don't sure now. I'm sure there's a few in Moscow and maybe listening to this. But anyway, let's come on. Get Just get enough beer for the world. Right. The world's coming to your doorstep. Get enough beer. Get enough beer. Thank you very much. I've never, I've never, that, that's one of my biggest fears. I don't want my parties to run out of beer. Yes. They're going to let the world come. <laughs> you, they didn't have more forethought than that. Right. Come on. Right. It's terrible. 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 Uh, moving away from World Cup, let's go right into College World Series. Give us your thoughts. So we've got the. Final, I guess, is it eight teams? Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a favorite? Who do you like out of these teams that we've got less, left? I think Oregon State and Carolina play again today. Right. Carolina got them the first time. What, what are you feeling? Well, there? you know, Oregon State beat them twice throughout the year. Oh, really? I yeah. I know that. And so they were hungry to get after them. And uh, I like Carolina. But see, the College World Series is kind of funny because you got to have aces. You got to have two. Yeah. And – that's where you run out of it is pitching. And so um, we'll see what ends up happening. Um, I love, I'm going to stick with my boys from Carolina just because, you know, the good thing is, is they have history. And if you have history in the World Series, sometimes that plays a big part in confidence and everything else. Would this change your mind? Vegas just set the number. Oregon State over Carolina, the line is so big, they don't set a, like a, like a money line number. It's just Oregon State minus the two and a half. Right. So they're like a two and a half. That's a lot of runs. That's a lot of runs. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of We're runs. Staying with Carolina. Yeah. Okay. Let's go Oregon State Beavers. Woo! This is coming from a state fan. We didn't make it. We got there. Close. 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 Yeah. Maybe yeah. next year. So that's that's funny. Did, I, did social media outtake yes. that I have here. Mm-hmm. Okay. There was a gentleman that got interviewed on ESPN about the weather delays that they were having and how disruptive they're having a weather delay right now. Okay. Arkansas and Texas Tech should be playing right now. Weather delay. Okay. So they asked him, how has this affected him? And he was like, I tell you what, it has affected us. Because a lot of people are taking time out of their lives to come out to Omaha to watch sure. these games. Sure. He was like, you don't know what everybody's done. And he obviously was a comedian because quickly he says, 
my wife's boyfriend had to sell his prosthetic leg to buy me a ticket to get out here. He's like, <laughs> this, on the spot, he, just on the spot. he goes, oh, silver lining, they get to spend more time together, and I get to watch the College World Series. Phenomenal. Oh, Phenomenal. Bravo. Bravo. That gentleman and how quick he was, mm. incredible. Good stuff. Good <laughs> stuff. Well, this guy that you're talking about, I'm sure he's probably a father to some fine kids. We had Father's Day last weekend, Hank. Yes. Any exciting things happen to you on Father's Day? Because this was your Father's Day, too, and your dad's and your wife's dad and all these other millions of fathers around the world. Right. What did your family do special for you? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Mine either. We did yard work. <laughs> so Saturday we went out on the uh, the lake. We went out to the dock, yeah. jumped off the dock, had a good time, um, but really didn't do much. Had dinner together with my family, yes. my brother, his girls, my mom and dad. Um, so we really kind of had our play day on Saturday. Sunday, kind of took it easy, mm-hmm. did a lot of stuff around the house. Uh, so I, I, you know, I'd like to say that they – took me to play golf or we had a wonderful brunch or oh we did have brunch we oh, did we hey. went to a restaurant and had brunch. check one off the yeah. list brunch there you go <laughs> it was wonderful i didn't even remember it <laughs> how about you well it started off it was a it started off really well really well so my niece turned 12 it was her happy birthday 12 party and so normally i go to the mountains with my kids on this camping trip but my daughter said hey let's go hang out with our cousin it's her 12th birthday they've got a big party plan let's go so we pack up the old family truckster and we cruise to high point north carolina we get there my brother-in-law i walk in the door he gives me that little smile like that one hey man good to have you here it's only two o'clock in the afternoon we got a long day and night ahead of us. But just that, with that smile, I didn't even have to say a word. Just that look. So uh, get there. I help him get the grill going. You know, there's 12 girls that are 10 to 12-year-olds. Mm-hmm. A couple girls that are Lucy Rose's ages, 8 to 10, roaming around. They have this big house, great, great property. They're running around. Then all the adults start coming. So we've got Jennifer's 90-year-old grandfather, 89-year-old grandmother. Friends from around the neighborhood all start piling into this house. Well, I can't. I'm not a good cook, Hank. I'm normally the person that goes to the grill out to eat and drink and tell a funny story, play music. That's kind of where I fit in. Well, Todd is outnumbered, and he looks at me. He's like, dude, I'm going to need your help on the grill, and I'm going to need it now. And now. And it's 90-some degrees. I'm getting close to the grill. I'm sweating. You I was going to say, did you bring a headband? <laughs> I should have. And the barbecue towel. I should have brought that, too. Maybe bring a it. water bottle to spray down. But I'm not ready for Grilling out, that's not what I thought I was going to be doing, but I rolled up my sleeves. I dove in. Got the hot dogs on half the grill, got the hamburgers, got the chicken on this other side of the grill. And the kids are, well, where's the food? Yeah. We want food. Got Jennifer hollering, Is are the burgers ready yet? Everybody's like, where's the food? Because right. there's a lot of people that are waiting on the food. Todd says, look at it. Does it look, does it look done? I'm like, yeah, it looks done. Uh-oh. Slap them on. Slap them on here. This huge platter of food, like probably 14 hamburgers and 24 hot dogs. Went just the first run. We take them inside. I hear Todd's wife, my sister-in-law, these aren't even cooked. Blah, blah. Going nuts, brother. Going nuts. So I come back inside, grab them off the platter, put them back on the grill. Four or five minutes, high temperature. They're charred to a crisp. <laughs> they Hockey pucks for everyone. So burned. But anyway, we got through it. We cooked everything we needed. I mean, we were literally at that grill for about three hours. But while you're grilling, you're drinking. 
Especially if it's hot. Yes, you're drinking a lot. Talking, listening to music. So anyway, we made the most of it. Everybody, they ate a lot of birthday cake. You know, they might not ate a hot dog or a hamburger, but they had a lot of birthday cake. So it was a a fun day. Got to hang out with my stepbrother-in-law and stepsister-in-law. Had a ball. Got to real. They went on that Mexico trip with me, and we really got down. And so we even continued those conversations. We hung out till about 11 o'clock at night, put the kids to bed, and then Todd and I, my brother-in-law, stayed up. I'd, like we know, I'd say, what, what, what are you guessing? I'm going to say 3.15. The goal was to go to bed at 3.15. We went till 4.30. Oh. 4.30. But it was a great time. Great time. Woke up early, then did the lunch at Jennifer's Folks for Father's Day, then came back to my house at 4 o'clock, my mom and dad's house in Hickory, and did dinner with them. It was a long day. How'd you feel at dinner? Not very good. I didn't eat much. I drank a lot of tea, a lot of sweet tea, <laughs> a lot of sweet tea. But anyway, another Father's Day in the books. Yep. Check it off. Check that off. Check it off. Sounded okay. exciting. Yeah, very exciting. So I'm going to go down to this uh, list of things that we wanted to talk about today, Hank. And I know one of the things that is very exciting to me, especially when the summer kicks into gear, it's going to the movies to see the summer movie blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a couple have already popped out. We've seen the Solo movie. That's the next movie in the Star Wars world. You've seen this movie. I have not seen it. Okay. Have you? I have not. Okay. I really would like to see it. Do you want to see I it? I would love to see it. So from the reviews, I hear it's just like a two-star out of four-star. Yes, but that may be – you don't know who's writing these reviews. Still probably worth seeing. I'm going to let it come to our little dollar $53 theater here in Hickory, the Carolina, to see it. You don't um, want to spend $65 to no, watch that no, thing? No, thank you. I do not. And speaking of $65, we'll talk about this in a second. Have you seen what they offer at the movie theater now? Not just popcorn and Coke anymore, ladies and gentlemen. You can get wine. You can get beer. You can get mozzarella sticks. You can get a hot dog. Yeah. You can get a hamburger, a piece of pizza. Dude. Yeah. Sushi. I think sushi's coming up next. I am not, not ordering already. raw fish at the movie theater. I can tell you that. Where do you draw the line? Are you? Will you get a hot dog in a movie theater? No. Will you get a nacho? No. Me? Would you get a piece of pizza? No. Would you get a broccoli? Where am I going to put this thing? I can barely. <laughs> have you ever? Last time I was in the movies, which yeah. was, I saw the Avengers. Oh, Infinity War. Okay. Right. We were talking about this. So you like this? Yes. yes. Let me tell you a funny story. We get in there. We take Harris and one of Harris's little buddies. Right. Yeah. Movie theater starts <laughs> immediately. Reagan le- leans over to me and she goes, so loud. And I was like, we are getting old. Don't get into so that. Loud it's in so loud theater. in the movie theater. Oh, right? So, you know, I-, I think it's so funny because you're you're in close quarters with the people around you. Right? I mean, you've you got people in front yes. of you. You can't kick the seats. Right. You know, I mean, and I'm with eight-year-olds. So I'm like, I'm on leg patrol. Right. right. Don't kick right. the seats, bro. Don't go back and forth like a rocking chair. With people <laughs> right. behind you. Right. right. But also when the movie starts, you got to open your candy first, like quick. So it's not yeah, right in the you. middle of it. Right. <laughs> so I made a fatal move of not doing it. Right. Oh, and man. at the beginning of Avengers, I start opening this thing and I'm thinking the person on the back row <laughs> has got like, I'm going to go down there and whoop his ass <laughs> if he doesn't get those Twizzlers open in the next six seconds. Right. Because it felt like 45 minutes 
of you know being in handcuffs. Right. I felt like Houdini opening these things <laughs> because you're trying to do it slow and quietly, but it's so loud, it's so oh, loud. Oh, I can picture it. It's Is so. Is your movie candy? Oh, without a doubt, that's Jennifer's movie pick candy as well. Without a doubt, I don't eat candy in the movies. Of course, you don't eat anything don't eat candy anyway. But um, that is pretty funny. So talk about Avengers real quick. It was solid. So I will tell you, I am. I don't get to go see a lot of movies. I know you frequent the movie theater. Try to on a random Tuesday yes. and watch a movie. Sure. Um, so Affinity, uh, Avengers was very good. Yeah. Lot of action. Lot of characters. Right. I think my only advice would be get on YouTube. Yeah. And some of the verbiage that they use, they have like a. I could, I think it's like a five minute little trailer or movie that tells you like this is who this person is this is the galaxy they're from this is like if you haven't seen all of them because you know you've got thor and black panther and spider-man and Mm -hmm. all these guys that are coming in and they've got their own deal right you know and you're like i don't know who these cats are what what's their strength and then you see them throw lasers out of their (laughs) eyes or whatever you know so i think it would be important to have a little watch that trailer knowledge. when you go in, but it was very entertaining. It was good, and the end is crazy. Really cool. Mm. I have to check it out. So the Guardian of the Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy folks are in this movie too, right? They are in it. How weird! So they got all these worlds kind of coming together, right? And you know what's funny in this is there's humor in it. Yes, you know, and they do that in the Avengers, and they do it in like there's some humor. And so I don't know where I sit with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Is it supposed to be funny? Like if they're defending the world and they just pop off a joke, is that supposed to be funny? No, it's entertaining. I think that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's no, just that, entertaining. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So some other movies that are coming and I'll tell you the one that I'm most excited about Jurassic park, the new one, I think it's mm-hmm. called Jurassic world fallen something or another. That'll be about, a good one. Yeah. Fallen kingdom. It starts next week. Dude, the trailer looks phenomenal. We're going to go check that one out for sure. The, some other things that are coming, Hank. Uh, Ant-Man. I'm not really... That Was Ant-Man in the Avengers? No, he was not okay. in there. And Wasp. Ant-Man and the Wasp. And it, you know, coming. it's that, that guy from... Uh, who's that guy? Like... Um, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. He's Why Ant-Man. Is he, Ant- is he a superhero? No, far from it. I guess they're saying just any... Anybody sure. can be a superhero. Anybody can be a superhero. Shit, Hank, you could be a superhero. Who knows? Who knows? What, would be my, what would be my superpower if I were... <laughs> I don't know. We'll talk about that Yours later. would be poor singing. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Very quick. Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise's fifth one, let's say. Hopefully his last. Actually, they're not bad. I hope the they're explosion kills everyone. <laughs> I don't like him or his movies. <laughs> well, the last one's called Fallout. It starts here in August, so maybe there'll be a big... <laughs> I hope he falls out. <laughs> yes, exactly. So anyway, that's our our quick movie preview <laughs> for the summer. I'm looking forward to Jurassic... Incredibles 2. Yes. Out too. Oh, so my family, have, they did see it last week. They loved it. They thought it was fantastic. Okay. Yes. It, it, and I think it's gross more than... Really? Yeah, I, I have to look that up, but it, I've heard some stuff. I don't know if it's more than any other animated movie that's come out i'm not okay. sure i'll have to verify that yeah verify that with us and we'll uh, do we'll talk about it next week or two weeks from now um thank you for the movie preview summer movie blockbuster preview hank <clears throat> we're gonna roll right into it there's a couple of things we want to talk about but before i forget exactly what i wanted to ask you regarding hank's hierarchy which mm-hmm. we're going to turn into hank's moral conundrum this okay. week okay um think back just about 15 years ago. Let's just go back 15 years ago. We're coming to you June 20th, 2018. 15 years ago, 2003. 
Quick math on you. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Mama didn't raise no fool. So remember how, what technology was out there. So, the, you know, you've got the cell phone is kind of coming into its own before 2000. Did we have cell? Let's, let's really think back. I'm, 1996, I think I got my first cell phone. 1996. 1996. So I didn't get mine until like 90, yeah, probably 2000. Okay. After I got out of school. But, I mean, they had those bag phones. They did. I mean, I'm they not, had that stuff in the 80s. They they had those, my dad like, had one. I thought my dad was the coolest driving around in his 1984 Ford town car with a bag phone. Bag phone. like, whoa, my dad's really made it. I wonder what he was really using that bag phone for. <laughs> I've never really asked him. He had big deals. Yeah, big deals. Make a big deal. He, he didn't want to catch any germs uh, on a payphone. I guess that's what it is. But um, my question relates to technology, Hank. Let's go back to 2003, and let's think about the technology that was there and then compare it to today. I'm going to give you three options. Okay. If you had to revert back to an old technology that you would have to use for the rest of your life, pick the one you would rather have out of these three. A- a flip phone. So you're going back to a flip phone. No more smartphones. Like a StarTac or like we're going to this. We're going to we'll go StarTac. StarTac flip phone. You can still text on this with those big letters. You remember the big yeah, letters? but you got to hit like the C button four times at least. So we're going back to that technology. All right, you can still text, but no apps. You remember how fast you got on that thing once oh. you realized you texted? <laughs> 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 damn right, boy. You dang right. Um, I'm sorry. I'm getting a couple texts on my smartphone here, but no apps. No pictures no videos none of that stuff you got a flip phone that you can talk and text okay you know how many jobs people would still have or relationships sure. people would still have if there weren't you know because you, you talk to an old timer and they're like boy i'm glad we didn't have video when Back i had in my it. day yeah, yeah 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 absolutely and actually because of that i don't i think having i don't like a smartphone to be honest they you can be had at any point, like oh, yeah. you, you're, you're always on call. You're always working. Find my friend. Yeah. Find my friend. Exactly. Where you at, Chad? Where you at, bud? I see you over there at the Bourbon Street. Get the hell out of there! It's yep. four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> Next up, B. Big tube TV, standard def, basic cable only. No smart TVs. No high definition. No seventy-two inch mamma jamma with a thousand channels. No DVR. That's option two. You're talking about hand turn. Tick, hand turn, tick, exactly. Tick, Not tick, even tick. a remote control. Okay. Hand turn. Okay. Basic cables like ESPN being the top. No HBO. All right. Basic cable. Or C, any personal computer you own, because you can still have a computer, but you're limited to dial-up internet access. <laughs> Remember that sound when you when the dial up? Oh, yeah. That's your three options, Hank. Well, two kind of outweigh each other, because you could say, hey, I don't want dial-up. You know, I, I don't want dial-up, so... I've I, got my smartphone. I, I got my smartphone yes, or whatever. Yes. Hey, now you're thinking. Now right? you're thinking, yes. Now you can do that. Yeah. But if I truly am going to, like, hey, it's going to piece itself together. Yeah. I don't think... I think I'd rather... For sports, watching those crappy TVs, that's tough, man. I don't think that that would be the one that I'd want. I think I could do a flip phone. <laughs> I think I could do a flip phone... <laughs> Because then I could tell people, listen, you know, I'm working over here with a flip phone. <laughs> I made this moral conundrum, and I got a flip phone, but I got really quick internet and a smart TV that I can answer you from, okay. so I might do that. Not bad. Not bad thinking here. I'm going to reverse that. 
So because I have a smartphone, I'm not giving up TV. I mean, I'm telling I like to watch TV. I can't watch on one of those little box TVs or mm-hmm. one of those tube TVs that's basically are used. My mom and dad had this huge 30, I guess 30 inch tube TV that sat on the floor. And normally my mom would just put, it would be a planter or it would hold pictures. You know, it's kind yeah. of like a, an end table. Yeah. You know? So there'd be a big flower on top of it <laughs> and a couple of pictures of me and my brother playing soccer when we were little. That's what I'm talking about. I can't have that in my house. I, I get it. I need a TV on my wall so I can see my stuff at night when I'm resting and relaxing. So therefore, I'll deal with a little dial-up internet. I'll deal with it because I'll do my internet stuff on my smartphone. Yeah. Yep. See where we've gone. I see where you're Does going. Does it make sense to it, you? It makes sense to me. Okay. Go ahead. Yes. Hey, can I ask a question? Please. We, it, it, we're we coming here on a Wednesday at 3.30. Yes, sir. We're sitting in an air-conditioned studio right yeah. now. Why are your sleeves pulled up like you're getting you ready not, to ball? Do you not see this sweat <laughs> that's pouring? Dude, I, got, you got, I on, got my pants jacked up, too. Like it's You a, got khakis <laughs> and a polo, and you, that th- you made that thing look like a wife beater. Come on. Hey, look at this. <laughs> Chris, we're going to need some like more air conditioning in here or a couple of fans. No, the, the, no. The talent is dying here. I'm dying. It's very hot under these lights. I just needed to know what, what was going on. I didn't want to see any I'm article. I'm not ready to ball or anything. I'm, I'm just hot, Hank. Just All hot. right. Um, well, that's what job well done on our moral conundrum. We went back. You want internet. No, you want flip phone. I'll take flip I'll, phone. I'll take dial up. Okay, All right. Very All right. good. Next on our list of fun stuff to do, Hank, let's go right into it. <clears throat> While I'm looking it up. Anything else? Well, we've got plenty to talk about. Oh, can we talk about your dilemma with the LeBron James ball? Yes. Can we tell, tell our audience the whole story? This is a great story, y'all. So I have a little bit of dilemma right now. I have a little boy that loves LeBron. Loves him. Loves him. Loves him. And pained him when they lost, mm-hmm. right? So we get a call from an individual that's – in our circle, not in our circle, but we know. Yes. Saying, my son has a LeBron ball that he would like to sell, and I told him how much your son loves LeBron. Now, it's a signed autograph ball. So I say immediately, absolutely. You know, hopefully it's a reasonable price, whatever. So she gives me the price. It's reasonable. It's actually low, right? It has an authenticity seal on it it's got a hologram i'm like okay this makes me feel good so i get the ball back i'm like perfect i give her the money get the ball one night i go on to try to figure out i want to make sure that this is legit legit. right so i start pulling up his signature and every one of them's two three lebron two three lebron two three lebron mine says lebron two three Mm. Okay, so that's where my heart kind of sinks a little bit. Sure, red flags pop. Red flag. Yep. So then I call the person on the, the certificate of authenticity, and I said, hey, I got a question. If this is really authentic, can I send this to you? So I send them the certificate, and uh, I mean a picture of the certificate, the ball, and the hologram. He was like, that's our certificate, without a doubt. Okay. The hologram, I don't know, because that's not ours, and we always put a hologram on our balls. Mm-hmm. So another kind of weird thing. He was like, that could be our seal for another ball that they have placed with this ball. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So he, all these questions. So I start looking online. How am I going to get this thing legit? Right. right? I bought it for my son's birthday, which is in July. So I find this company in Florida that's like kind of the, 
must have authenticators of this kind of stuff. I'm like, now I got to send it to Florida. And how much money am I going to have in this thing? Lo and behold, they're in Matthews, North Carolina yesterday. Wow. So I think I've got to do this. So I drive to Matthews, North Carolina yesterday. Father of the year. Yes. Right. With this ball in tow. I go up there and I'm like, hey, this is my story. They're like, that's great. Give me an hour with it. So I went and ate lunch. Oh, so they want you to leave the product with them so with they them. can really give me is an there, hour. Let's go back to this authenticator. Is there a line? Like I, what I picture is, you know, that television show when you're bringing the antiques and they're. Yeah. Is it like that? Well, I guess it could be. When I walked in there, there were people waiting for him to. That's kind of the hour. He's, okay. he's working on all kinds of stuff, got it, got right? Okay. And just sidebar, guy walked in there with a. Beautiful frame picture. Yeah. He was right in front of me. And he was like, I want to f- see, A, make sure I want to make sure this is real, and B, how much does it, would it be worth? Mm-hmm. It was a picture of Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan yeah. playing golf together. Cool. Both signed. Wow. I mean, imagine. Very cool. I mean, you know, you're talking thousands of dollars. Sure. Guy, he was like, you mind if I hold it? Yeah, they're like, no, 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 no. He looks at it for about seven seconds and goes, this is a photocopy. It's not worth anything. The guy, oh, oh, the guy melted in front of me. It was, it was very sad. And then I like, I wanted to laugh. You know, I wanted to be like, like <laughs> and then I thought, I'm holding a ball that I paid a lot of money yes, for, yes, yes. right? So I handed to him. I come back an hour later. I was like, what's the deal? He's like, I'm going to tell you. Everything looks right on this ball. Everything looks right. Mm-hmm. The only thing I got a problem with is this is a slow signature. It's tight. It's it's like you can read LeBron. He's yeah. like, LeBron's fast. fast. He does a lot of signatures, and he writes them fast. He said, but, that concerns me, but the one thing I will tell you is this is an older ball. This mm. is an old ball. This could be a signature from high school. What? Where, hey, he, where he, he was like where he wasn't signing a lot. Yes. And so he would have been very LeBron. You know, his LeBron would have been very deliberate in everything. So he was like, I need more time with this. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take pictures of it. I'm going to give it back to you. In two to three weeks, you're going to receive a letter that says letter of authenticity, which means we believe that it is his signature. Or you're going to get one that says letter of, an, letter of opinion, which means that, thing, that ship doesn't sail. Got it. Right? Got it. So we're hoping for the letter of authenticity. We don't yes, know. You don't know. That's exciting. We don't know yet. Do you have to pay these people to do this? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. So you pay depending on what it is, and a LeBron ball is more expensive than a card signed by, you know, Lonzo know. Ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Lonzo <laughs> Ball. Right. So you know, it's just kind of like that. But I left there thinking, okay, this could be really cool. Now, the real conundrum, and me and you have talked about this, yes. is if it comes back. So the letter of opinion means that they cannot say it's authentic. Sure. They are not saying it's a fake. They're right. just saying they cannot tell you that it's authentic. Right. Do I still give it to my boy? We talked about this yesterday, yesterday Hank. There's no doubt in my mind you give it to your boy. The reason being, he's going to love it. Reg- I mean, there is no proof that it's not. You know, there's nothing that can come back that said it's not his signature. It's either yes, definitive, or we're just not sure. Your son doesn't care. He really doesn't. He's just going to say, Dad, you know what, man? <laughs> this is the best gift anybody's ever given me. And you're going to beam with pride. Because your son's going to sit it up in his room on his dresser and look at it every night before he goes to bed. Don't take that from him, Hank. 
Don't you dare. So it's really, do I paint him now or when he's 18 and he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get us some liquor for this weekend and I'm going to sell my LeBron ball. Well, it works out good for you. Then he only gets eight bucks for the LeBron ball. He can't even buy a fifth. And so he's not drinking. You know, there's no trouble. That's a very good point. Thank you very much. That's a very good point. That's what I'm here for, buddy. I I will let everybody know in two to three weeks what has happened with the LeBron ball conundrum. Love it. Love it. Hi, I'm Alan. I'm Chris. And we're the co-host of Foot Candle Films, a movie review and film discussion show here on TheMesh.TV. Each episode, we talk about some new movies, cover some film news, and have some recommendations. And trust us, we're just as likely to talk about the latest Jim Jarmusch film as we are the newest Transformers installment. Hold on, don't get too crazy. Uh, well, okay, maybe not that bad. But you can find our show and all our episodes on TheMesh.TV. Plus, you can subscribe to get new episodes delivered right to your computer or mobile device. We'll see you in the ticket line. And let me stay in on the conundrum topic. We got a dog coming. Dog's coming in two weeks. We talked about it the last month. I've been, I've been promising a dog for our girls. We put the deposit down. We get to meet him for the first time in, first time ever next week. It's a male dog. We decided we needed a boy dog because I'm the only dude in our house. I need another boy companion. We can't figure out a name for the dog. We've gone everywhere from Bandit to Lucky to Ace to George to Otis to Milo. We can't get a consensus of what name we want, and it's causing a lot of animosity in our family. Uh-oh. I mean, I'm not saying fisticuffs. There's been some bad words said between sisters and mom and dad. Uh-oh. You know what I'm saying? Sure. What can we do, Hank, to solve this problem? Okay. I Listen, you've come to an expert at Thank this. Thank you. I, I knew. That's why I came here first. You, you've come to yes. the expert at this because I do feel like you're going to live with this name forever. Forever. Okay, and you can't just you have the liberty to go off the rails a little bit, you know, to to get like Ace Bandit, all that lucky. Let's stay away from those. Okay, let's stay away from those. Why? It, why is that? Give me the reason. I'll, I'll make it as short and concise as I can. They suck. <laughs> okay, those names suck. All right. What you need to do is you need to come back with one or two groups. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay, we're going to go with humor. Okay, group okay. one, yes. Group one is humor. Or we're going to go with group two, which is originality. Okay, yes. Okay? Yes, I like Okay, this. so group one, humor, we're going to put something like you get a, a small dog. Yes. And you call him Rico. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Love it. Right. Rico Love is it. a great name. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Rico. Yes. Strong, steady, little bit of humor. You see him come around the corner. Yes. Rico, Rico, come here, Rico. What you doing, around boy? the corner, small dog, yes. right? Dig it. You got, you got something with that. Got it. You know? The other thing is, is make it really odd. Like, I, I personally, if I were getting a male dog, I'd call him Lil Man. Lil Man would be his name. Lil Man. Lil Man. L-I-L Man. L-I-L. Lil Man. Lil Man. Okay. Come here, Lil Man. What's up? Hey, that's your name right yeah. there. You got to either stay with something so consistent, like, you expect when you call it that I... A human being's going to come around the corner. You know, maybe sure. it, maybe yes. it's Pete. Yes. You know, I thought of Juan or Carlos. Don't you think that? I perfect? think those are solid. Thank you. I Thank think you. those so are they solid. were on my list. Okay, yes. I think that's not bad. Okay, but I good. think Rico could. Rico's not not bad. Could be up there too. Not bad. Then we have to start looking at what kind of dog you're going to get. You know, in which we know we know yes. we know what kind of dog you're going to get. But you know, don't don't. Do cupcake or yes. uh, you know brownie, brownie no, or brownie. bandit or okay. anything like that? Because do you know when I see somebody with a dog and they're walking a dog, yeah. and I hear 
come here, Ace. I want to kick your ass. But if I, you know, you know what I'm saying. But if I hear somebody say, Brian, quit crapping on that yard, then I'm good with Jack. Jack, get your ass over here, right? I'm good with that. I'm good with that. So okay, let's stay sense. out of that middle column. Yes. Okay. Stay out of the middle. Now let me ask you, what is your dog's name? Uh, <laughs> Scout. Okay. Okay. Where does he fall? Where does Scout fall? In a horrible I'll, dog game. Yep, fits in the lucky ace bandit category. I had a four-year-old name this thing, okay? <laughs> Nowhere in my life am I ever going to name another dog Scout. Okay. okay. Scout's really not that bad. But anyway, it falls outside of your group one, group two. Yes. Yeah, so we need to stay there. Stay, stay there. Focused. Stay okay. focused. Stay focused. Be in the – really think this out. Mm-hmm. But your girls are funny. Yeah. Your wife is funny. Yeah. Right? Got a lot of creativity. I, would go, I like going the humor route. Okay. Carlos. I mean, what's more funny than a little dog named Carlos? <laughs> I think it's saying? hilarious. I'll call him Los. I'll call him Carl. <laughs> we can call him whatever you want to call him. Los is by far the winner on this Don't one. you think? I think that is by far the winner. Okay. You know, the problem is, back. is you've been married so long that if it were said out of somebody else's mouth, it comes out with golden dust behind it, right? <laughs> Immediately, your wife is, you may, first syllable comes out, exactly. no, sir. It doesn't matter what I say. It's no, sir. And the bad thing, she has trained my youngest daughter to, to do the same thing. Anything I say, it is the worst idea of all time. <laughs> I mean, it's uncanny how many ants I get at my house. It's bad news, Hank. Yeah. But I'm winning this one with Carlos. I like Los. Uh, thank you. I love Los. It already just just rolls right off the tongue. Because you know Los. what? The, the other thing is, is you're going to be screaming at this dog for two to three years. Yes. Training this Every dog, day, right? sure. Right? You do not want something like Desiree. You know, something that you've got multiple syllables. you got to go with something quick and sharp and Los. Fits that. Perfect. Before we leave this subject, so I was told by a big, big dog lover, maybe the biggest dog lover of of all time, he said, you got to go with the two-syllable dog name Mm -hmm. because, like, Spot or, like, Gus, they won't listen to you. They need more syllables. The dog, is that the craziest thing you've ever heard? Like, it needs to be at least two syllables so the dog will understand that you're talking to it. Biggest dog lover <laughs> says that two syllables need to be used. I would give no credibility. You. Okay. You're like Catwoman <laughs> says that more cats are healthier for your lifestyle. Tell this person to leave your life. Uh, oh, what an answer, Hank. Thank you. Thank you for making me aware of what I need to do Gosh. as being a pet. I need to like, d- like box out your friends. <laughs> you know this guy very well. So he'd be I think I know. Again, I think I know. Good friend of yours. I think I know this guy. Oh my gosh, this is wonderful. All right, buddy. Oh, last thing before we let, move on to Chad's champions and we get the hell out of here because I am sweating bullets. <laughs> um, let's talk about a little text etiquette. Now, we talked about technology earlier. I feel... Like, I'm a pretty good texter, meaning... No, you wait too long. Okay, there you go. So, what qualifies a good texter? I just want to respond. The the reason I'm bringing this up, several of my good friends, I'm putting them in quotation marks, I'll send a text to directly to to them. They'll never text me back. That's bad. That's bad. Is there a time frame that you should respond under proper text etiquette if I sent you, Hank, hey... Podcast at three. What do I need to bring? Let's say. What? When should you answer that? How much time? I'll give you an hour or two hours. Two hours. Yeah. That's proper text etiquette. I listen. If I'm holding my phone, 
and you read it and you don't, I don't know what the setting, like, I don't know the setting that says red, then I'm ready to whoop your ass. Right. Right. But because <laughs> all you got to say is nothing. Right. <laughs> right. But two hours, come on. You know, you might be at work. You might be on a phone call. I give a day. I'm saying some cats that I'm sending text to, they haven't, it's been two weeks and I'm like, hey, I really need to know this. Hey, yeah. hit me back. Two weeks, nothing. They will call on the phone and say, hey, man, I got your text. I was just really busy. Come on. How busy are you? How you can send nothing, just like you said. But or, we've all done We've all done, done the, it. no, I've we've done all it. done the, hey, that's a little bit more involved. I'm going to have to sit down and write a text back for him. And then you forget. Absolutely. But if it's a recurring motif that every time you send a text, should you, and this is, I'm, of course, they're always going to be my friend because this is a, one of my bestest friends of all the, in the whole world. They're just terrible texters. And I've told them, you're not a good texter. Yeah. Do I just quit texting all, in general and then just stay with the old traditional, I'm going to call you on the phone? Well, that just, you, you know, that reminds us, reminds me of one of our good friends too. Yes. He will not pull his phone, and I don't know if you can feel my anger yeah, rising rage, right here. I see it. I see he it. will not pull his phone out of his car, okay? <laughs> okay? It's a car phone now. It's a car phone. You might as well have a bad car phone, right? Exactly. Just like my dad had in the 80s. Exactly. Sure. Okay? So it's a car phone. So if you're going to own this thing, right? Yes. Take it with you. Sure. Take it with you. So the idea behind the texting is... I don't think you should ever go back to not texting your friend. I think you just say, hey, what do I bring to the podcast? If you don't answer me, I'm bringing a grenade <laughs> or whatever it may be. But you just say, hey, listen. But you know what? We have another good friend that she will text me. She works with me. Sure, sure. She will work and she will send me a text. And if I don't text her back in like 30 minutes, she sends a cricket that is going chirp, chirp, or she will pound me yes. like, I need an answer. Come on, let and me know. I, so, you know, maybe you you annoy. I, I know you don't want to do it. I can't be that dude. I can't be that dude. I don't want to be that dude either. Yeah, so I just hope this person in particular is listening, and I mentioned this to you a million times, just text the brother back. That's all you got to do him back. is text the brother back. Hit him back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your advice on dogs and technology. Hank, you ready for Chad's Champions? Do you think you could get the song for Chad's Champions like on your playlist so think, every day you don't have to search for 17 I minutes? I think it's here. I think it is. <laughs> Look, how long did that take? Not long. Three seconds, thank you. Here we go, Hank. June 20th. Let's pop in right immediately into Chad's Champions. Now, last week or two weeks ago, we had the Quentin Tarantino top four movies right? right this week we're going to come a little bit closer to home a little something that means a lot to you that's a sub sandwich <sighs> love a sub sandwich, love a sub sandwich right? i love a sub sandwich love it so so in this fine area of hickory north carolina that we live <clears throat> there's some mighty fine sub sandwiches okay sure we're not going to limit ourselves to the uh Big brand names like Subway and Jersey Mike's or Firehouse. We want to – anybody that makes a sub sandwich in Hickory, North Carolina, it could be a pizza place. Yep. It could be another type of sandwich shop. Shoot, it could be an Italian restaurant. Right. I need your top four, Hank. Your top four sub sandwiches in Hickory, North Carolina. Drum roll, please. All right. You know I, You start us off with four. I'm a man that knows m- – 
his way around a sub. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate a good sub. And uh, I think that it's probably uh, always in my wheelhouse. Okay. Sure. So I will probably, for number four, I'm going to pick the biggest, the best chain one. Like it. Okay. Good. So we're talking about Subway, Jersey Mike's, Firehouse. Um, probably missing the cut is Witch Witch. Wow. I've never been. I've always wondered what a witch witch sub sandwich would taste like. Very good. Very good. They're very good, but they didn't make four. Didn't make make four. It's very good. So I'm going to go with Firehouse. I think Firehouse makes a very good sub. I am a Italian, like I like an Italian sub, right? And they steam their subs. Incredible. Hey, doesn't hurt. It's in Viewmont. It's close to me. Also, kids eat free. Kids Tuesday. eat free. <laughs> Come on. There's nothing better. Nothing right. Hank, perfect, buddy. My fourth selection. Smart brains think alike. Firehouse. Firehouse comes in at four. I like a toasted sub with melted stuff on it. You know, that's where I'm going. Firehouse. Number four, very nicely done. Number three, Hank. I think, you know, a lot of people don't know this little this little place because it is probably off the beaten path. Okay. Okay. And they could get confused with one, but I'm going substation (laughs) two. Great selection here. Substation two. It's been around since the seventies. People overlook it all the time. Yep. You just forget about it. Well, it's tucked in a mountain. (laughs) Exactly. There's a huge hill. Yeah. Just surrounding it. So you would forget about this place. The reason I remember, and it didn't make my top four, but it's the close five. I remember when I was a young buck, my dad would swing by substation two when my mom, my mom was in, my mom went to get her master's degree at UNC Charlotte when my brother and I were like in elementary school. So my dad didn't cook. So substation two was on the menu basically Monday through Thursday when my mom wasn't there. Beating a lot of substation two. You know what? Screw that. They moved up to my number two spot. Number two. two. You jumped three. I jumped three. I jumped I go at two. When you hit two, I'll go back to three. Okay. Ready? Let's go to two, Hank. Wow, that was yes. unprecedented. I just had that memory. You just flashed back. I was like, dude, they can't be out of my top four. That was unprecedented. Yeah, unprecedented. That was ridiculous. Yes. Wow. Okay, so now we're on my two. Yes. Okay, so two. kind of a toss-up between two because you have a more traditional sub in one of them and a more new-age sub sham- sandwich, right? Sure. So – I think I'm going to go with the traditional, the place that probably does the, the best traditional sub Yes, in my number two spot, and that will be Dante's. Dante's coming in at number two for Hank, and my number three spot just happens to be Dante's. Oh, my yes. gosh. So Dante's coming in at three for me, substation two. Let's talk a little bit about Dante's. This is a good thing to do. The kid, Babysitter's coming for the kids. You're going out, <clears throat> out at night. Order the 13-inch sub. Get another, like maybe a medium cheese stick, you know? Throw a piece of cheesecake. They're only going to eat part of the sub. They're going to leave half the cheesesteak and the whole, and the, the cheesesteak, the whole late night cheesecake. snack. When I come back, it's all in the refrigerator. Pop it in the microwave. We got a midnight stack, Hank. I dig it. Boom. Okay. <laughs> now we're saving the best for last. That's right. Hank's number one sub sandwich in the world is. <laughs> That's quite a statement, <laughs> seeing that we're talking about just hickory. But I would say that I am a big fan 
of this place because they've got they may one day have a sub on the specials. They might have a cheeseburger. They might have other mm. sandwiches that on the menu, but they also have other subs, Italian stuff like that. I'm going with Hatch. Wow. Upset of the year. Can you tell me why Hatch? I got to tell you it's it's a turn on a normal on a on a normal sub. They're number one because they're creative. Yeah, I mean, creative. a sub a sub is a sub. I love a good sub. But, you know, the uh, the Italian there, awesome. Awesome. Plus, I'm getting to the age where it's hard to take down the, <laughs> the, the, the big sub anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. I got to be manageable. Yes. You know? I like Hatch, too. They, they've created this Bon Me. It's a Vietnamese sandwich sub there. Fabulous, and they also have this really funky Reuben that they do. So anyway, Hatch, good choice. Thank you. I'm going old school here, Hank, for here my go. number one selection. If you go Subway, I'm I'm <laughs> walking out of this place. This place has probably been out of business yeah, since I was in high school, but I just remember how good it was in high school. It was a place beside the old Texaco, all right, and it was a place where we would go after soccer practice or maybe – before we went out on the town Friday night, just a handful of us. Haven't seen one around for about 20 years, but the, the memories I have of this place called Steak and Hoagie mm-hmm. would never leave me. And I just remember how good, the, before it closed, we got, the, we got one, of the, one of the last subs they made in there because we knew when it was closing, we went to check it out. I'll never get that taste out of my mouth, Hank. So that's why Steak and Hoagie. Is number one in my heart. So the only thing that confuses me is that you decided to choose best subs in Hickory, and you chose a closed restaurant that <laughs> nobody can go to or has no knowledge of? Okay, sure. I'm going to change my number one. <laughs> Dolphins Cosmic Subs. Best subs ever. You'll never taste uh, it. Love it. Love it, Hank. With the, hey, I'm a nostalgic kind of emotional guy. I'm just... I don't eat much, so all I have are memories of meals, <laughs> right? That's what really fills me up, if oh you will, Hank. Oh, my gosh. It really fills me up, Hank. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a great podcast this has been today. Hank, I don't know. I did mention to you this earlier this week. We got our first huge fan response demanding they want this show once a week. Not once every other week. Once a week. Did you read that email? I did. I mm. did. It's very telling. Yes. I think the the people have spoken. People have people spoken. Have spoken. The well, person has spoken. <laughs> one person <laughs> who I might kind of know has spoken. So anyway, we're, we'll we talk. appreciate that, yes, though. I mean, come on. So kind of you, girl. I know who you are, and I appreciate the kind words. And we'll talk to the management here. And if they could bump our salary a little bit, hey, maybe we'll bring it to you more often. Right? I think we ought to ask for AC first. <laughs> and maybe a water. Maybe one water per show. We'll split it. You know, that might work. But uh, anyway, I love doing this podcast with you, Hank. It's always fun. Always fun. Can't wait to see uh, see you again in two weeks. Anything else we need to talk about this weekend? What are you doing this weekend? I don't think we have really any big plans. We're going to try to go to the mountains to cool off a little bit. But Jennifer's – oh, Jennifer's tennis team made the state playoffs. So they start tomorrow in Winston, uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So I'll be kind of around town juggling the girls a little bit but while she's playing tennis. But who knows? Saturday we might go up to the mountains. What, nice. you, what you got? Well, I am taking my son to – he's doing his very first summer camp sleepover Whoa. for a week. Wow. All I'm going to say is I'm excited for him, but I'm more excited for me, <laughs> baby. Wow, good for you. Where's he going? He's going to a camp 
called Rockmont, yes. which is uh, Western North Carolina, which I heard some crazy stats. There's like over 150 of these camps in Western North Carolina, summer camps in Western North Carolina. You know. Over 150? It's just, you know, you imagine, I mean, we live in the best state in America. Yeah, I agree. And you imagine the atmosphere up there. And these camps are on, not on two acres, they're on 300 acres. Sure. Tons and, of stuff to do. And so, um, yeah, yeah, I'm excited for him. He's nervous. You know, I, you, I don't know if you ever went to camp. I went to one camp in Colorado, but I was a teenager. I was a sophomore in high school, so I never went to camps when I was little. Yeah, so I, I went when I was little. Yeah. The nerves are all there, and his nerves, he's like, you know, I'm nervous, but I'm excited, and right. I want to go, but I'm going to be nervous. And he's, But he's going with a buddy. Yes. So it'll be good. So we drop him off on Saturday, Wow. and we were thinking about, I don't know, dropping him off, because you have to have him dropped off by 10. Yes. Maybe driving Sierra Nevada. I don't know. <laughs> It could happen. It could happen. Yes. Maybe have lunch at Sierra Nevada. Perfect. Maybe go do a brewery tour. Yes, sir. And come back. Wow. I like where you're heading here. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see know. what happens. You know, my daughter is on a church retreat. Uh, what do they call them? Mission trip. We dropped her off yesterday. You know Olivia very well. You know, she's my oldest daughter. Just smart as a whip. Very creative. But has this big sensitivity to being away from home Mm -hmm. so she tried one of the sleepaway camps and told us it was the worst week of her life that we should we can this was three years ago we should never do that to her again well we sent her on this trip yesterday and she locked herself in the room for a good six hours she said i ain't going and i was like livia come on you you gotta eventually overcome this fear you cannot and it's and her buddies are going right her best friends are going but it's just i think what gets in her head and i she me and Olivia were a lot of, when I was little, I was a lot, like, very similar to Olivia. Except the, the knowledge and education. Yeah, I mean, she was a how lot smart she is. Me, a lot great. more creative than me. But her comfort zone is our house and right. our, her family. Right. You know, and she's got friends, but she always knows where, what, where home is. And just the thought of her being away from that comfort zone, it worries her. Yeah. She's, she's it worries you, probably. Of course. So, anyway, last night was the first night. We did get a text that said, We're here. I'm okay. And that, then we went silent. Radio silent. Radio silent. So hopefully she's going to get through it. Livia, think about your girl. Think about your Livia. Think about your Livia. All right, buddy. Well, great podcast. Enjoy your weekend. Hopefully Sierra Nevada works out well. Let's hope. Uh, we got our fantasy football meeting coming up this week, which you can't attend. We'll tell everybody, our listeners, about it in a couple weeks. Um, looking forward to that. And uh, I'll see you soon. See you soon. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.